Welcome to another episode of Making Magic with your host, Bradley Morris from Magic Media. This is the go-to show for purpose-driven creators to get inspired with innovative new ideas to produce your educational content, build thriving online communities, and turn your message into a movement. I, I just can't tell you how good it feels that I've hired a publishing manager for the book side of Magic Kids, and her name is Ellie. And she comes like she's a she's a good friend of mine. She's the girlfriend of one of my dear friends. She has so much experience in it. She lives three minutes away. It's just so much fun. And then my production manager, same thing. He's one of my friends. He's an amazing musician, and and he's also got the managerial skills. He's managed bands and tours and all sorts of stuff. So he has that. Mm-hmm. And having both of them within like a short car drive away, where we can get together and jam on things or go for a hike and talk about what we're doing. It's so much better than having to be in my office by myself connected to more Zoom calls. And so if you can find somebody, at least put the feelers out to your local community. But first, you know, getting clear on the role, the pay, what is the potential of their role in the business, you know, at the in the longer run in the next six to 12 months, is there space for some profit sharing on projects as you begin to let go of the the tethers and they take more of the creative control? Is there opportunities for partnership there that you're looking for? All those things are are awesome. And and yeah, you don't have to know all the answers. It's like with uh, with both of them, it's like, okay, we're going to commit to the first 12 books and here's our payment arrangement for the first 12 books. When we get through the first 12 books, we're going to revamp. We'll, we'll look at the financials to see if you know, the percentage split is actually working in favor of everybody in the company as well. And then we can redesign the contract after that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It's exciting. May I ask a question regarding this topic? Because I, you know, I'm, I'm more of, um, I too would love, you know, love to work with people that I know. Um, and you know, there's that old age, you know, philosophy of don't, don't mix business with pleasure. And I get that that's outdated yet, you know, since we're speaking to it, what are some ways to cover our ass to make sure that as we're hiring friends, yeah, that we, we create some really clear agreements. And, I would, yeah. yeah. I just want you to speak to that. <laughs> yeah. I think the don't do business with friends was a rule of thumb because uh, typically yeah. businessmen were a bunch of douchebags that were out to make a lot of money and not out to, you know, be in good relation with one another and with the earth. And with themselves. And so you're not that. So I would say, yes, you need to have clear agreements. Those agreements need to be written down on paper or the very, very, very least those agreements need to be written clearly out in an email where, you know, there's an, I agree to this. That sounds great. So that there's some form of like going back on like, this is what we said so that there can be an accountability. If there's no accountability and there's nothing on paper and it's just like, yeah, we'll just loosely go forward. And then somebody like a year later, be like, well, I remembered is this, that you were going to give me 20% of everything that you did. And so, yeah, you need to have clear agreements. You also need to um, approach it like dating that like, I like you, we like each other. Let's like have like a a timeline, like a specific project that they're going to be involved in. So for us, like hiring all these illustrators and musicians, the risk for us, like we're looking to build a team of creatives for Magic Kids, 
that's like the big thing so that every time we have a new story that we're launching, we've got our crew, we can, you know, we have the musicians, we have everybody lined up. So for you, you need to have like a specific project to bring them in on as like, here's our starting point. We're going to work together on this project to see how we fare. If after that project, you know, we'll talk about an increase in pay. So like for us with the musicians, um, for their, their first two stories, while we get to know each other, we're just paying 25 bucks an hour. It's not much money for a music musician to compose music for these stories, but we're a startup. We don't have tons of money. We're not making any money yet. And it's also, uh, it's just relationship building. So if they can invest the five or six hours to produce the music, to go with the stories and we love working with them and it's really easy and their communication's great, then we'll want to do it again and we'll pay them more the second time around. So for you, it's like you have the base and then you also paint the picture of like, this is where I'm going and I'm looking to build a team, but we're going to start right here with this project to see how we enjoy working with each other. And if we don't enjoy it, it's nothing personal. It's just like, we have to, we have to feel it out. So yeah, just treat it like dating. I love um, that. Thank you. Yeah. And, and I mean, you, you've worked with plenty of people doing what you did at Hawaiian Sanctuary and running a retreat center and having woofers come in and people coming and going all the time and like building teams. So you know how to build a team and you also know what to look for when you're building a team of like, is this going to be a reliable person who can follow through? And that's ultimately uh, what we all want. And I guess the other piece is, is, is I've been learning is, you typically don't want to hire full-blooded entrepreneurs to be on your team <laughs> unless they're running the business for you so that you can go do the other part of the business that you enjoy. So the, like for me with Magic Kids uh, and Magic Media, essentially, like I, I've brought other people in on the team, you know, Andy and Blair, for example, you know, we still work beautifully together. We're still all working on projects together, but they're entrepreneurs. They're creators in their own, in their own way. They, it wasn't like they wanted to bring all of their talents and build the thing that I wanted. They still want to do their own things. And so that's, a, that's an important piece when you're building your team is like, are they inspired by your vision and they want to help you build your vision or do they want to come help you build their vision for a time until they've made enough money so they can build their vision. Um, and those are important pieces. Like if you're looking to build a long-term team, you want it to be people that are invested in your vision, that love your vision, that want to be a part of it, that, that believe in what you're doing. And they would like to have their energy that this is like a legacy piece for them as well. And maybe not everybody on your team has to be like, you're going to be here for the next 10 years or five years or whatever that, you know, for some, it's kind of like swinging from a vine. You just got to grab the next vine. And if that means hiring a designer, because you need them to do some design work for this current project that's on the table right now, they don't have to be a forever hire. But in some cases for certain roles, because of the amount of energy it takes to train somebody and bring them into the fold and catch them up to speed, you do want people that are invested for a longer period of time. 